Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Porter Gals presents Terrifying Tales. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're... The Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> Ghost Stories of the Rocky Mountains. Written by Barbara Smith. Published in 1999 by Lone Pine Publishing. Ghost Writers. Harold McDowell and his son, Gary, a photographer from Prediction, British Columbia, were exploring the remote terrain around Eleanor Lake in the province's Okanda area on an August day in 1984, when they stopped for a trailside lunch. Feeling totally isolated from the world, the pair savored their food while appreciating the complete silence of their surroundings. To their great surprise, the two men heard the distinctive sounds of horse hooves approaching along the trail. Moments later, a group of five riders appeared in a nearby clearing. The two oldest, the McDowell's surmised, might have been the parents of the three younger ones. All the riders were dressed in clothing that was far too heavy for warm summer days. The men wore cloth hats, suspenders to hold up their heavy-weighted trousers, and high riding boots. Their horses' saddles were simple, adorned only by the heavy canvas bags strapped to them. The vision that the McDowell's cast their eyes up that day was undeniably a strange one. The approaching family's odd appearance was certainly no call for rudeness, so Harold called out a greeting. This simple gesture appeared to startle the travelers when the man that the two hikers presumed to be the father of the younger three riders regained his composure he touched his hat briefly in acknowledgement before quickly leading his little group away from the two men. More than a little intrigued, Harold and Gary waited just a moment before attempting to follow the family, if only to get a second look that they might somehow confirm what they'd just seen. They hurried to the trail, which is as straight as an arrow at that point, although they could see clearly for a considerable distance in either direction. They could spot no trace of either the five people or their horses. Stranger still, as the McDowell's walked along the dirt trail, they noted that their own steps left footprints on the ground, but there is no sign of any print from the horse hooves. Then they realized that other than being excessive for their weather, was odd about the family's clothing. It was of a style from a much earlier era. For just a moment, apparently, Gary and Harold McDowell were piety to peek backward through the curtain of time on a farm not far from that location, but many years before. The incident described above. Two brothers left their house on a snowy winter evening to attend to their chores. When Sam and Edward Richards were finished tending to the horses in the barn, they came outside and noticed a man walking toward them. 
the lad saw the image clearly and later described it as having been dressed in all white. The farmstead home was in the rolling foothills and extremely isolated, so this sight struck both boys as being extremely odd. Thinking that the man had lost his way, they called out to him, but got no response. The image merely continued along the path up to the boy's house. The boys followed, or tried to. For seconds later, the man that they both distinctly seen vanished. Sam and Edward rushed in to tell their parents of the strange trespasser. Upon hearing their son's news, Mr. and Mrs. Richards were just as concerned as the youngsters had been. They immediately bundled up and followed the boys out to the yard. There was no one there, nor was there any footsteps in the snow. At their parents' urgings, the Richards boys described the white coat that the image had been wearing. It was finally clear that what had happened. Like the McDowell's in the previous story, the boys had had a first-hand look at the past. They had experienced retrocognition. Be sure to follow us on Facebook or on YouTube at The Porter Gals or on Instagram at The underscore Porter Gals. You can also find us wherever you get your podcast or at RogueMediaNetwork.com. You've been listening to The Porter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.